When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. KTSA Newsflash. At least eight people, including six illegal immigrants, dead when their vehicle got into a head-on collision near Loma Alta. Texas Department of Public Safety says the wreck happened yesterday during a chase with law enforcement on U.S. Highway 277 in Valverde County. Six illegal immigrants died at the scene. The wreck is still under investigation. One of the two drivers was arrested after he tried to run away. Well, there's some new information surfacing in the search for a missing San Antonio mom and her one-year-old son. Police earlier released video which shows 20-year-old Delaney Chidas and her baby in a pharmacy on Marbach Road at West Military on January 4th. Well, now detectives have discovered a new video which shows the young mom riding a via bus alone on February 24th. Chidas rode the bus for several hours before getting off at the North Star Transit Station, and there's no sign of her 18-month-old son, Avi. You can see photos on our news page at KTSA.com as the search continues continues for the missing mom and baby. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. A San Antonio City Council Committee is going to talk about the possible creation of a vaccine registry or a wait list today. Councilman John Courage says a wait list is a better idea than having people call repeatedly in an effort to land one of a limited number of appointments. Now, since all Texans 50 years and older are now eligible to be vaccinated, it's a problem that's become worse. The Community Health and Equity Committee is going to meet at 3 this afternoon. Now, the vaccine wait list is not on the official agenda, but the committee is expected to talk about it. The number of people hospitalized with COVID-19 in Texas dropping below 4,000 for the first time since October. Texas Department of Health and Human Services reporting 3,980 hospitalizations. Well, here's an indication of the soaring, soaring numbers of unaccompanied minors taken into Customs and Border Protection custody at the U.S.-Mexico border. Some of the young immigrants will soon find themselves hundreds of miles away from the border in Dallas. It's been used for everything from rock concerts to trade shows to temporary housing for evacuees from Hurricane Katrina. Now the city-owned K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in downtown Dallas is to house immigrant boys between 15 and 17 years old for up to 90 days. Members of the Dallas City Council have received written notification from the federal government that FEMA and the Department of Health and Human Services will provide food, water, and basic medical care while the teens' immigration cases are processed. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Meanwhile, Congresswoman Veronica Escobar says the immigrant surge, not the fault of the Biden administration. The El Paso Democrat came out against the assertions of her Republican congressional rivals, including House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, after his delegation visited a borderland immigration processing center. She disputes McCarthy's claim that the immigrants are returning because of the Biden administration's lenient policy on asylum seekers. 
Escobar says President Biden doing a great job, even though he has inherited the disastrous conditions at the border because of what she claims was Trump's gross mishandling of immigration issues. In Hayes County, jail conditions are under scrutiny. In a Facebook post yesterday, County Judge Ruben Bassetta reproduced a letter he sent to the Texas Commission on Jail Standards calling for their review. He said he keeps getting reports from lawyers, inmates, and employees about the substandard conditions at the Hayes County Jail. State lawmakers calling for relief for power customers who received excessive bills after last month's outages. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick called on the Texas Public Utilities Commission to correct the billing errors. It's going to be in the billions, but we're going to step up and help these ratepayers at some level, and uh, we're not going to let it wipe them out. The state electric grid operator, ERCON, is accused of overbilling customers across the state by $16 billion. Meanwhile, a Texas electricity provider heading for bankruptcy, Gritty Energy announcing it filed for Chapter 11. They're blaming ERCOT for destroying its business and causing financial harm to customers. The storms brought record freezing temperatures to the Lone Star State and caused power outages for millions. Gritty noted some customers had to pay 300 times more than the normal price during the storms. A number of customers reported bills in the six dollars to $10,000 range. Texas Department of State Health Services says nearly 60 deaths around the state attributed to the February winter storm. DSHS announcing it can cooperate. There have been 57 deaths around the state. The report says the death data between February 11th through March 5th reflects those cases that are shown to have been caused by storm-related issues such as hypothermia. Well, two former Bear County Jail employees and a former jail inmate under indictment for carrying out criminal activity inside the jail. A grand jury indicted former nurse Marciela Leja, former detention officer Thomas Lucero, and former inmate Gabriel Moreno. Leja and Lucero accused of providing Moreno with a cell phone when he was in jail back in 2018, and the three of them reportedly smuggled contraband into the jail. Lucero is under arrest, and deputies are looking for Leja. Moreno is in a state prison. He's serving 20 years for an unrelated conviction. KTSA Sports. Jonathan Murray had 19 points and 10 rebounds to lead a balanced attack as the Spurs get back in the win column, knocking off Detroit 109-99. The Spurs had lost three of four, including the 35-point loss to the 76ers on Sunday. Well, the 2020 NCAA tournament was wiped out by the coronavirus, and it robbed the sports world of one of its greatest spectacles. Well, after a chaotic season... Through the pandemic, March Madness is back. This year's bracket, like no other, played entirely in Indiana over a span of three weeks. Now, there's no Duke, no Kentucky, but plenty of new favorites and upstarts who have waited a long time for their chance. A rundown of what to watch for when the brackets fire up this coming Thursday. ATSA AccuWeather. Mostly cloudy today. It'll be rather warm and breezy this afternoon with a high of 82. Mostly cloudy, breezy and mild tonight. A thunderstorm around late, low 61. Tomorrow, clouds will give way to sunshine. Breezy and warm, but less humid, the high 82. I'm meteorologist Joe Lundberg with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. I'm Don Morgan. Get news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 and news anytime online at KTSA.com. 